We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash and Sally here on 590TheFan.com. Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com. We are honored to have as our guest, a friend of the show, he's been on before, uh, Councilman Tim Fitch, former St. Louis County Police Chief. Uh, Chief, welcome back to the program. Well, I really appreciate the invitation to come back. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate all you're doing. You're actually my councilman, so I appreciate you standing up. Uh, against... well, it's your fault. You voted for me. <laughs> I, did vote for, I did vote for you, and I'm proud of all you're doing uh, with the St. Louis County Council, especially uh, fighting back against Sam Page and his his edicts, his mandates. Uh, last Saturday night, there was a photo that went viral. Uh, Sam Page uh, in the, I guess it was the owner's box at the Blues game, indoors, no mask, uh, not eating, not drinking, but sitting there with his wife, unmasked at the Blues game. I know you saw it. What was your reaction to it? That photos, both of those photos were sent to me that I, I tweeted by a good friend of mine. Um, so I, I trusted the source, uh, and I talked to him about it. He said that he watched Sam Page the entire game, uh, and he never once had a mask on, not once. So so a three-hour game, never had a mask on. So the statement that his spokesman put out that he only took it off to eat or drink was an absolute lie, but we've we've seen him lie before. So there's nothing new there, unless he wants to claim he was eating or drinking for the entire three hours that he sat there, which I guess could be. But um, so that means anybody can eat or drink for at a county council meeting, for example, and not have to wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like I typically, we'll have a an iced tea sitting in front of me for the entire meeting. So I guess that's the new Sam Page rules. Well, and that's the absurdity of it all too. That this eating and drinking uh, exemption, if you will, like when you're on an airplane. You, you know, people can sit there and eat and drink with the mask off, and that's somehow not going to be an issue in terms of spreading. But if they're not eating or drinking, they have to put the mask on. Um, I, I, right. Can I let you in on a little secret? Uh, there was another photo circulating uh, with kind of a red tint. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one with him maskless. That was on social media as well. Yeah. I actually took yeah, that photo. I actually took that. I took that, that way. I took that one, and I was at the event, and he sat there for hours unmasked with a table full of people, people were coming up to him, talking to him. He didn't put the mask on. I mean, I just, I find it just sort of, uh, it's like arrogance. Do you think that's it? Like he can do this? I mean, why would you be so stupid as a politician that's promoting these masks to be out there doing this in public? I don't think he cares. It's for him. It's a power thing. It's a, how dare you challenge me thing. That's how he's put together. That's his, that's his ego. He can't help himself. I don't, I don't believe he can help himself. That's just how he is. Well, so what, uh, I guess, what is the current state of the mask mandate? Because there's a lot of confusion over the different legal challenges. Uh, you know, the attorney general has challenged it and I believe has won all of his challenges. So is there currently a mask mandate in St. Louis County? Because I mean, you, you go to stores, you go to restaurants, you see different things. So I guess from your perspective, where does it stand? There is one person in St. Louis County that thinks there's a mask mandate and it's Sam Page. <laughs> So that answers that. There is, there's no legal mask mandate. Let's assume for just a moment. Let's 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 get into this fantasy land with land with Sam. Let's assume there is a mask mandate right now. It was issued by Faisal Khan, the acting director of public health, on the 27th of September. As you know, the state law that passed in in March, signed by the governor, emergency uh, clause, so it took effect immediately, 
says that you can um, the mandates can only last for 30 days unless extended by the governing body. So let's assume that it is a legal mask mandate that was issued back in September, which it wasn't. It expired already. It's already expired. The council has not extended it. There was nothing on our agenda Tuesday night to extend this mask supposed mandate. So it, even if there was one, it's expired. Have you heard Sam Page tell the public that it's expired? No, I haven't. You haven't heard a peep. And that's even with the litigation, he continues to go out and say there is a mandate despite losing these legal challenges. That's what's yeah. the, the hubris how, is incredible. I, it's no different than the him not wearing the mask. It's an ego thing for him. It's a power thing. You better do it because I said it. Uh, that's what he does. And yeah. I think the public's starting to figure this out. You know, there were over almost almost 200,000 impressions on my tweet. I've never seen one like that before. Wow. That's how interested the people are of this county about what Sam Page is saying and doing, and it's two different things. And I just don't get it. How can you expect anyone to support you? You know, I personally am someone who, when in doubt, play it safe. Okay, you tell me to wear a mask. I may not like it, but if maybe we're saving some lives, it's okay. But when you openly flaunt it and literally go into Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi territory of just sheer arrogance. Now, if we really do have a crisis, how do we know that it's legitimate versus crying wolf? Right. And he's got, think of the, now remember Sam Page has never issued a mandate in his, in his time as the county executive. He can't, it's the health director that's been doing it. Who's his puppet though, right? Yeah. So do you, yeah, he serves at Sam Page's pleasure. He hired him and he could fire him tomorrow if he wanted to. Do you think he has any credibility after what he pulled? Yeah, so tell 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 our listeners about that. Yeah, tell tell the listeners about what happened. I know there was the, their meeting back in was it August, where July. July, where his acting health director claimed that he was basically assaulted and people shouted racial slurs at him, and all of that has been rebu- rebutted by the video, the video ev- evidence and eyewitness testimony. But tell explain explain exactly what he claimed and how it was how it was. Uh, Completely contradicted. I think you described it very well. Um, he made this allegation that after he testified as to why he issued the mask mandate in July, he testified to the council and asked questions, uh, or was asked questions by council members, including me, about the mask mandate. It, the crowd was very rough on him. I, I absolutely agree with that. There were no racial names uh, comments made at all. Uh, there were all kinds of people recording with their mobile phones. We had over 40 videos of it and audio of it. Every media outlet in town was there, and it just didn't happen. He claims he was shoulder bumped multiple times, leaving the chambers. He was called all these racial names, and it was debunked. I've never seen the media in St. Louis call someone a liar, and I'm talking about in a news story, not in a editorial uh, page. In the news story, say it didn't happen. Now, Sam, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? And Sam said, oh, I gave him a reprimand for giving the crowd the middle <laughs> finger as he left. Which he Which did, right? That, he did that. that. Faisal Khan, this is the only thing that Faisal Khan admitted to doing <laughs> that actually happened that was in his letter on county letterhead. He went on multiple national uh, TV um, networks and claim, made all these claims. And then as soon as it was, it was debunked with the video and audio, he kind of hid underground for a while. And then Sam came out and said, oh, we're done with the investigation. We gave him a reprimand for giving the middle finger to the public. And that's all we're going to do. Well, keep this in mind. Sam has to back him up because Sam knew about the letter. He approved the letter before it went out. So Sam was in on the lie with Faisal Khan. So he's got to keep him because if he dumped Faisal Khan, 
What do you think Fazal Khan's going to say? Oh, really? You want to know why I wrote that and why I signed the letter with lies in it? Because this guy told me I had to. Yep. That's that's why Sam Page is protecting him. Wow. All right. We, we're talking to uh, Councilman, St. Louis County Councilman Tim Fitch, former police chief of St. Louis County. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about your recent proposal uh, to make county elections nonpartisan, which I think is a great idea. Um, I think the business of the county really shouldn't be partisan. Um, but tell the, tell the listeners a little bit about what it is you're proposing. Well, what I propose is that uh, the voters uh, have an opportunity. Let's say five people want to run for county executive. Well, they could uh, sign up and run. They do not have to declare a party. Uh, they would be on an August ballot. So this would be next August. They'd be on the August ballot. And if one of the five candidates gets 50% of the vote plus one, they win. If if there, if nobody gets 50%, the top two vote getters then go to November for a runoff and that person will win. So we, we have to get beyond, as you, as you know, Sam Page has made this extremely partisan. Everything is always about those crazy Trump Republicans. It's, that's what he wants. He wants to put the labels. That's what he's trying to do on individuals. And what I'm saying is, is, is what we do in county government isn't Republican or Democrat. It has nothing to do with party. There are no Republican or Democrat potholes that need to be filled on county roads. Uh, these are not Republican-Democrat issues. He's tried his best to paint the Republicans into a corner. And then when the Democrats don't vote the way he wants them to vote, he tries to paint them into the same corner. <laughs> we heard Councilwoman Kelly Dunaway say that Shalonda Webb and Rita Days aren't real Democrats. I mean, this is what they're doing with party affiliation is they've weaponized it. So it is really far past time to say to the public, learn about your candidates, vote for the best person, there's no party affiliations, just vote for the best person. And and who do you think might be fighting this as hard as they can? Sam Page. Yeah, so where do, where does it stand? I mean, what's the likelihood that this will actually uh, will actually happen? It's actually a pretty simple process. We we just have to agree on the ballot language for four members of the seven members of the council. We vote it in and it goes on the ballot and the people make the decision. Uh, Sam Page does not have an opportunity to veto it. And that's typically what he does in an ordinance is he has the opportunity to veto it. Then you need five votes to override it. So in this case, he has no say in, in it. That's up to the voters to have so, a say. And that's all I'm asking is to let the voters decide. If the voters go to the, the, the ballot box and they say, I want to keep R's and D's, I'm good with that as long as that's what the voters say. The voters have a right to choose how they're governed and that's all I'm trying to do is get this in their hands. So this would be in the form of an amendment to the county charter. Is that is that how it would? That's exactly right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, could so would you be precluded then from listing a party affiliation? Yes, you would uh, be. You would not. You would not sign up and have to sign up as a Republican, Democrat, or an Independent. You could. You you would just sign up to run for whatever office you want to run for. Well, and I think that accomplishes two things. Like you said, it it eliminates this hyperpartisanship, but it also I think would would free up some people to run who otherwise might not want that partisan label. And ultimately we need, you know, better people in, in office, better people than Sam Page, certainly uh, to help shape the future of St. Louis, because especially with all this money that we're going to be getting, you know, federal money and how that's going to be doled out. I mean, this is a critical time for the St. Louis region. Right. Yeah. If you just look at the county, the last county executive race, if this, if the race was under the new rules, if this passes, Sam Page only got about 37% of the vote, of the Democratic primary vote, because a whole bunch of, remember, Jake Zimmerman was on there, mm -hmm. Mark Montavani was on there. 
So the others diluted the vote. So he got at the end of the day, if you look at the Republican and Democrat ballots that were cast in August for the primary, 65 percent of the people of St. Louis County voted for somebody other than Sam Page. But he ended up being the county executive. So you want to know how these things happen. That's how they happen. So in the, if, if the new rules were in place, uh, since nobody got 50 percent in in that primary, uh, the top two vote getters would have moved on to the November so that then then basically you would have seen um, in this particular case, you would see Mark Montavani and Sam Page have a runoff in November. And and in that point, um, I think, you know, then then the voters would speak on, on whoever they thought it should be. Yeah. And that so the next county, it's we basically will have we'll have had three county executive elections in four years. Right. Because there's another one coming up here in 2022. That's correct, because Sam Page is just filling the last two years of Steve Stanger's term. That's right. why it's such a short period. Well, after he sta- he staged the coup, basically, to uh, to assume assume the county executive role. Yes, he did, yeah. Which we've detailed on our last uh, interview with Councilman uh, Tim Fitch. We, we really appreciate you being with us. Real quick, I mean, because of your law enforcement background, I just want to get your take on, you know, where do things stand? I mean, I know you're in the county, but, you know, the county has experienced a spike in crime. The city is a complete disaster. I mean, where do you see things headed as far as, you know, the police and and getting crime under control in the St. Louis area? I think we're finally starting to see a little bit of a turnaround, especially in the county. I can't speak for the city, but in the county, we have seen departures of our police officers decline significantly. Uh, It was really up in the last year and a half, two years, as, you know, certainly after the George Floyd uh, incident when, uh, many people in the community went after you know, the whole defund the police thing and stop supporting the police. And you had the liberal prosecutors in the country, especially like uh, Kim Gardner, starting to charge police, uh, even though they're constantly being found not guilty. Uh, so I think it's finally starting to slow down a bit in the county. It's not in the city. The city is still wide open as far as departures and vacancies in the police department. Uh, I don't know how that ends. Because, you know, as long as Kim Gardner's there and there's no support or little support for the police in the city of St. Louis, they're not going to go back to work. They're going to do the least that they can to, to be able to collect their paycheck and stay out of trouble. They're just not going to do aggressive policing. And that's unfortunate because they have a lot of good police officers that would love to go back to doing what they were hired to do. But they're reluctant to do it under Kim Gardner. Well, who can blame them? I mean, at this point, I don't blame them for, you know, not wanting to to, to do their jobs when they face, you know, so much criticism and the risk of, you know, losing their job, their livelihood. Um, have you seen anything with the, the, the vaccine mandate? I mean, has that led to any, uh, anyone quitting or I really haven't heard much on the local level in terms of, in terms of that Not yet in the County, you know, the, um, it's, it's relatively new. It just was just enacted a few weeks ago. So it's going to take a while to get through that process, but I know the police department, and other departments in county government has have estimated they may lose 10% of their staff mm. if it gets down to picking your job or the vaccine. And that's why I sponsored legislation that passed last week that said, you know what, we're trying to put, we're trying to get encourage, people encouragement uh, to take the vaccine. Uh, and one of the things I did, I said, okay, let's, let's trust, let's trust the science. We've heard that many times from our good friends. And, and if we trust the science, then you shouldn't have any problem with saying we will back you up, employee, if you get sick from taking the vaccine or if you die from that, we will take care of your family. 
Um, so I did get that bill passed last week, and Sam Page has already said he's going to veto it. <laughs> uh, and it must be because he doesn't trust the long-term effects of the vaccine. <laughs> so he's going to veto it. And Lisa Clancy said that it was designed, this bill was designed to cause questions and doubt about the vaccine. She's wrong. It's a complete opposite. It was to get people to trust to take the vaccine and let them know that we will take care of them if something bad happens. Well, yeah. And, and you know, my, my take on the whole vaccine mandate is I just don't see how you're harming anyone else if you make a choice not to take the vaccine. I, I right. think and, it is a personal I'm all choice. choice. You know, I took the vaccine. My my physician said, yep, I think you would be fine taking it, and, and I would suggest you take it. Um, and so I did. And that's, But that was my choice. I'm, right. not, I'm not trying to force it on anybody else. Right. To see people lose their jobs, we talked about last week, the Washington State head football coach, I mean, losing $4 million. I mean, I can't say I would, I would take that principle to the stand, but, I, you know, he obviously felt strongly about his religious exemption to it. And I think that's a, a bona fide thing. And if there are people out there that feel that way, they should, they should have that choice without, without losing their job. Yeah. Look at Kim St. Ange from Channel yeah. 4 who, who lost her job over this and she's got sincerely held religious beliefs and, and uh, didn't want to uh, do it. And guess what? She's out the door. Yep. No, it's, it's tragic to see that happening all across the country. Well, we uh, thank you so much for being with us. Councilman Tim Fitch, former St. Louis County, Police Chief, we really appreciate you being here on the Mark Milton Show. And I appreciate the invitation. Have a great day. Absolutely. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you. All right. Take care. That was St. Louis County Councilman Tim Fitch. Big fan of his. He's actually my county councilman. Dave, Solly, I mean, you're you're a you're a you know heart throbbing uh Biden supporter who's fed up with, with Sam Page. Yeah. I don't know if we want to go quite as far as flat out supporter. I tend to remember having a little discussion with you before the election saying, Mark, Biden for four years won't be the worst thing because it's and it's turned out to be the absolute worst thing. But at the end of the four years, you'll probably get a real Republican back in office. It's a, can you can you admit that it's been the worst possible? It's not even been a year since Biden, Biden was assume the office and it's literally been the worst nine months you can imagine i'll put it this way it's going about as i expected <laughs> this bad i mean the inflation the the chaos i mean it, this is this is nuts this is not what he this is not what he promised hang on there's a little playbook in here <laughs> what am i supposed to do <laughs> donald trump caused inflation oh my god seriously <laughs> all right hey just remember I can turn off your microphone. So there, quit laughing, quit laughing, quit laughing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's, there's, there's no laughing matter. I'm going to tell you guys about Lordo's Diamonds. All right. If you're in the market, it's it's late October here, right? Getting into November. Never too early to start thinking about Christmas gifts for that special someone. If you're in the market for maybe a piece of jewelry, maybe you're thinking about getting engaged. This is a time where, you know, often people will pop the question around the holidays Check out Lordo's Diamonds. Go talk to Mike and Jimmy at 9222 Clayton Road in Ladue. They will take great care of you. They took great care of me when I was getting ready uh, to pop the question to my beautiful wife. I went and saw Mike Lordo. I told him what we, you know, what I thought she wanted. He actually went out and found me <clears throat> exactly what I was looking for. This is what he'll do for you if you make him your family's jeweler. He's my family's jeweler for life. He can be yours as well. Please check out Lordo's Diamonds. Again, lordosdiamonds.com. You can visit them in store at 9222 Manchester Road. Tell them Milty and the Smash sent you, and they will take great care of you. This is the Mark Milton Show, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios 
here on 590 and 590thefan.com.